Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Nightmare Podcast. Well, <laughs> before I left you left off, I was I was on my way to Vegas. We were going to go to Vegas. And a lot of shit happened on the way to Vegas and when we got to Vegas and before we got home. So, we'll start going over that that whole topic of conversation. This is Dan from TikTok. And I'm so thankful that you've joined me here. I got on a band for a week here, so I'm just kind of deciding to do a podcast while I'm on a band. You know, from the darkness, I got to bring some creativity. Anyways, it's not really darkness. I just, you know, they gave me a week off and they won't even tell me why. So hopefully I'll figure out within the week why I got kicked off of TikTok. I still don't know, but I'm banned for a week. But I still have no fucking idea why. So bands, schmans. Anyways, I think we were about four hours outside of Las Vegas when I realized I had uh, I had met my match with that drive. I used to drive truck when I was younger, but I am I am not equipped for this fucking job anymore. I it turns out my body can't handle that kind of stress driving in the car. My wife can attest to this. Honey, what do you think of that trip? It was stressful. Did you have fun? Yes. There was there was fun parts. There was a creepy town we came upon too. There was a couple creepy up towns. in the in the in the mills. I yeah. mean the hills. <laughs> <laughs> there was mills. I mean there was all kinds of crazy shit. There's a lot of mining stuff around there, and it's super cool to drive through. Well, and most of it was in the middle of the night, yeah. so we didn't get to see all of it. Yeah, the middle of the night, it's it's a little bit more Dahmer-ish, you know. Not quite Dahmer, what's, what's that? Donner party-ish, you know, when you're driving through at night and it's snowing and you're not yeah. real sure. But, yeah, when we got into Vegas, I got so fucking sick. I ended up getting laid up at the D Hotel. Motel. <laughs> Casino. Casino. And that place was awesome. They were really accommodating. They actually let me stay an extra day, which I had to pay for, but they fucking discounted it still. And they were, Way cheap. They were really fucking nice and, and had to bring oxygen to the room. The two se- ambulances. Yeah, two separate ambulances. Uh that was a that was a very interesting trip. We did get to see the atomic what was it atomic bar? Atomic liquors. Yeah, that place was fucking awesome. And yeah. and I got recognized while I was on the strip. Fremont, yeah. That was fun. I think that was almost funner for my wife. She was giggling louder almost than I was. I was more in shock that anybody would recognize me in public. Yeah, but for some reason, the guy comes walking up to you, and I'm thinking, oh, it's somebody he knows. Yeah, I still talk with him on Facebook occasionally. Him and I have been messaging back and forth. But no, it's 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 really strange. And then we go out in public, and occasionally I'm getting recognized now, which is, again, well, pretty funny. And when we were leaving Vegas, we were at the gas station across town, and you got <laughs> another one. Yeah, there was a guy at the gas station that recognized me, too. Uh, you know, and I enjoy it. It's fun when people come up to me. I, I, I I'm completely blown away when somebody recognizes me. The one in the woods is definitely going to be the peak, though. That was right at the beginning of all that. When I just signed up for TikTok, the guy walks right up to drives right up to us in a log truck. And Dan shuts the log truck up, blocks the road. He's like, you guys know you shouldn't be out here. But also, I follow you on TikTok. I was like, oh, <laughs> Thank you. We'll leave this area, and thank you for following me on TikTok. Well, we are, we're in an 
unauthorized area. Yeah, we were driving yeah. in. We didn't know exactly the fucking location we were at. Well, I mean, gates were open, and we were just driving right in, and because there was log trucks and yeah, dump trucks going, it was easy to get confused. Yeah, but the map showed that it was a road that was like right on the the boundary. Yeah. So that was kind of my hey, yeah. we're we okay were, to we, be here. We were hoping that the guy wouldn't get pissy, but then we, we anyways, we were back in Vegas. We should go back to Vegas because there was a lot that happened. We there. should go back to Vegas. Yeah. We'll fly. We're just not going to fucking drive again. I'm not doing that shit. My body just can't handle the drive anymore. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is he got so sick, and I was going to fly him home. No. His license is expired, yeah. so he couldn't get on a plane Yeah, if I tried. Yeah, I, well, I mean, you know, I'm lazy sometimes, and there's certain things I just, I uh, I procrastinate on, and I fucking hate giving the government more money than I have to, and I'm a little irritated about having to go renew my license, and even though I need to, I've been a little lazy, and COVID has been a pain in my ass, because you have to make a fucking appointment to go do it now, and I don't want to do that. That sounds super boring. I mean, it's boring as hell as it is standing there with a fucking number in your hand, just. Oh, sixty. You have seven. to make appointments. Yeah. I don't feel like doing that. Either. Oh. And then I'm sore and stiff, and beat up, because I just came off of a two days sick recently, actually more like four days, but that's whatever. I've lost more weight, I think, from gastroparesis than I have from fucking exercising recently that's for sure hey did you want to tell him about the drive home from vegas shit the vegas drive home was rough too that, I, i'm not gonna be able to do drives like that anymore but the the i think what you're talking about is the music over the mountain mountain well yeah getting to the mountain when we drove over uh mount hood mount hood going through the that fucking area it's really nasty but this time of year you get breaks and it'll be just blacktop and you could just drive and it's open road and they anybody could drive through with a fucking basic car so we uh we drove over the mountain we had checked the path of the pass and the weather conditions and we decided it would be a fine we took marty which is our new subaru uh cross track which we trust the shit out of that car i'm not trying to fucking give some ad or anything but holy fuck that's a crack car kicks ass and uh when we drove there we just stayed on the blacktop and and kept it cool everything was fine so on the way back we came back premature because i got so sick we couldn't just check the weather and we decided to mosey through at night and it had started snowing oh my god it was so fucking bad and we were going up the hill on the on the going towards uh portland portland trying to get, come through that area that was so fucking nasty the, it, the signs were all starting to say that we needed to have chains required and we needed fucking four-wheel drive or so and or good uh tires and we we had highway tires on marty and so we're just cruising up the mountain and i'm watching the snow start to build and my anxiety's doing the same and uh i have really bad anxiety i'm like really bad and 
So, like, we were getting up over the mountain, and I'd been, like, chiefing on my vape pen, smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee all fucking day. I'm exhausted, and I'm having, like, a panic attack, and, like, I start, you know, I'm thinking, like, you know, we got grandkids, like, we can't, we can't be doing stupid shit like this, we gotta get home, you know, my wife is, is, uh, blessed just three children who had, uh, children who so we have five grandchildren and i i couldn't have kids but it was it's really important to me that you know that we set a good example to them and this is not a good example and we were we were doing some really stupid shit we were going over the mountain at a time we just we just couldn't pick the time and uh it was just dark we start driving up that it's just the, the snow's building i'm starting to get so concerned i start to beg to my dad you know just asking him to help us through this storm and you know tell him i i love him and and that i i hope that uh everything's okay where he's at you know just just the simple stuff that i normally would say to him and uh and my wife is just kind of sitting there quiet just focusing on the drive because she was driving and uh I was full panic. I was in my fucking slippers, a pair of shorts, and a t-shirt. Yep. Like, so, then the snow is clear up over the cab of the car on both sides of the road, and when it breaks in between that, it's like gullies that are just like, if you go into this gully, it's like, honey, I'm going to eat your leg. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, no, it's not. It's, it wasn't what it would be like that. But we had stuff to survive. I would have had to have peeled off some clothes and shit like that. But it would have been. Uh, it would have been interesting. I would. I would have had to have got into the back and made sure I had all my shit. I have a tomahawk at my feet. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Because I wanted to make sure that I had something in case anybody messed with us in Vegas. Well, when we had the party bag. Oh yeah, I had. A, I had brought my. <laughs> I brought my party bag to Vegas too, which uh, that did that. I didn't end up needing any of that. We were gonna go to Tombstone, so when I went to Vegas, I had packed a 12 gauge shotgun, uh, broke down in a bag with my my 45 Vaquero, which is seven and a half inch barrel, and and I fucking had my Smith and Wesson nine millimeter. Had your or my dad's your dad's nine millimeter when we drove there, but on the way back I didn't have that. I gave that to him, so. But anyways, so we're coming over the fucking mountain. The snow is is so fucking deep. The, the weather's so fucking bad. I'm praying to my dad and God and everything to get us the fuck safely over this. My wife hits X mode, and Subaru saves our life, and we come down the hill, and uh, we get to the base of uh, Timberline. There, the the fucking asphalt turns black. And my wife is like, she knows that music saves me, my soul. I always need music all the time. And so I asked her, or no, she asked me, do you want, do you want me to turn music on? And I was, I'm just, I'm just like still so panicked. I, I had to have something. She, I said, yeah. And she, she turns the radio on, dude. It's straight up. Like it's wayward, son. By, what was it fucking, uh, who's the fucking band? Is it Kansas? Yeah, it's Kansas, that's right. Wayward Son by Kansas. Carry on my wayward son. 
<laughs> I was like, are you fucking for real? And then that the lyrics are so poignant at that moment when that shit starts playing. And, and it started right on that verse. And we were just, we were both just kind of silently breathing going down the hill. I think kind of like, is this happening? You know, like, and, but you know, like we don't want to like blow up about it or anything, but like, it's, it's one of those things where something happens and you, you kind of sit and look at the universe and go, that's fucking unique. Like, I don't know. It's just fun. I know that some people are super spiritual and believe in all that stuff. And it's, uh, it'll sometimes things like that will just make you question shit. It was super random. I believe. Uh-oh. I usually believe in higher powers, but most of the time it hasn't been Jesus. It has been involved with THC. Hmm. On the typically... But yeah, then I had a full out panic attack not long after that and had to walk on the side of the highway crying while I was, you know, like wishing I could just, you know, black out, I'm sure. Oh, we were in Gresham by that time on the side of the road. And there's cars everywhere. I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's going to get hit. I was so tired. I just wanted to fall asleep so bad. That was all it was. I just wanted to go to bed. I think that that was the longest part of the drive was from there to home, which is about, I don't know, hour and 15 minutes from home, and I swear to God it felt like five. What do you think that full trip was, though? What, we drove? Yeah. Uh, I think we left, like, at noon, and we were home by seven or eight the next morning, because we came home, we went to bed. Oh, man, can I never do that again? Yep. If I do that again, I want to stay somewhere like multiple times in between just for funsies. How about we get a motorhome or a trailer and then you can just chill out in the back? Only if it's like some really cool old pickup towing it. All right. That's just the only deal there because I just want to have something really neat that tows it. I'm working on this 86 right now and it's a fucking wreck in my driveway and I'm about ready to sell another rig to just... Make sure that I can try to finish this one. The TikTok truck. The TikTok truck. The copper truck. It needs so much work. I wish I had more fucking help. I am doing my best. I don't know everything about vehicles. I am not like the best mechanic in the world. But I am willing to get myself into a situation that will absolutely fuck me. Which I have already done once with a 69 Chevy in my shop. Which this time I'm not doing what I did with the 69 Chevy. My dad had died when I got that truck, so I obsessed about that truck in a different way. I think I used that truck as like a therapy to like just dismantle. Like I felt like destroying something beautiful, you know, like so I just beat that truck to death in the shop. Not really beat it to death, but I took it apart the way you're supposed to. Sanded it down the way you're supposed to. But I, I went a little too meticulous. Like I thought I was Chip Foose or something, and I had to do a complete frame-off <laughs> restoration. There could not be a speck on this entire project. And when you're working on a 69 Chevy from Amboy, and there's a lot of specs on this project, it's not a good idea to do what I did. So, And my dad dying, I just, I just went fucking ape shit. I remember when I wrote the Misfits lyrics on the fucking garage door, I was so fucked off. 
I did that with no shirt after I lit like a fire in the garage in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And I fucking probably burned in there for five hours before I even started doing that project. And I remember I didn't really open the garage door. So I was just in there huffing paint fumes mm-hmm. and writing the Misfits logo out and shit and just listening to the Misfits and no shirt, like lost all my weight. So I got all the skin hanging. I'm sure if if anyone had walked around the corner, they would have just <laughs> been like, oh, dear God. You know, as I was all like in there, like Buffalo Bill dancing around and shit. <laughs> would you fuck me? <laughs> like, fuck me. I'd fuck me so hard. But no, like, I wasn't listening to Lazarus and dancing in the shop. Like, I was listening to fucking Scream by by Misfits. Listening to Scream by Misfits while writing the Misfits Scream lyrics on the garage door so that when I hit the button and I sat there, it looked like the Star Wars logo unfolding in front of me, except it was Misfits lyrics. That was my thought, but it didn't quite turn out like that. That's actually kind of cool. I'm not cool. Yes, you are. I try to tell people that all the time. I'm not cool. Like, There's always people on TikTok that want to hang out with me and be my best friend, and I'm just always sitting here thinking, like, dude, I bore the shit out of you. No. I, I, like, my wife, she has to suffer my beer, my bear conversations. I've been... When do I suffer through those? I've asked you so many questions. I have this weird fascination right now for bears, and I've been reading this this bear attack book, and uh, like she was telling my mom about me chasing a bear on the quad, which is true. <laughs> Your mom was freaking out about that. Well, I was riding my quad up there on the hill when that fucker bounced out in front of me, and I just I just rode up behind it. I didn't my dad again. I was a little messed up after my dad had passed. I didn't even have a gun on me that day. <laughs> just riding on my my old shitty little 500. You weren't practicing what you preach, baby? Yeah, I usually do carry, but I was not that day. And this bear ran out front and just started running in front of me, headed up the road. And it was amazing to watch, but just... I just couldn't help but chase this thing. Like, we just started riding after it, and it ducked into the brush, and and I like let off, and I fucking sat back and waited for a second because I didn't want to ride right up past it right after it went into the brush because I thought that might be a trap. Because bears are really fucking like that. They'll they'll duck into a spot, make you think like, oh, I'm just he's just ran off the road right here. But he's actually hanging out right there, waiting for you to come up to that spot so he can catch you. Because he knows you're going to close the distance and he's still going to be able to kill you. So that's always the fun part of a bear. <laughs> the only thing about the bear stuff is I get queasy when you, you start talking about the attacks. And, and we're watching videos and they're talking about skulls crunching and, and that's... I think it's amazing when a man can sit there and say, so the bear had a hold on the top of my uh, my cranium, and I could hear his teeth actually breaking through my skull, and it sounded like this popping sound. And you're just like, oh, my God. But the guy's telling the story, so you know it ended okay. But at the same time, how, how much worse did this get? 
you know, Fire Marshal Bill before it's like, <laughs> they're, you know, they're, they're sitting there like half a man they used to be, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, look at it. It's amazing to watch, though, like the, the resilience of these people. They're like, yeah, he ripped my arm right off the fucking bone and I, I was just hanging in his mouth. I would have proceeded to tie off a tourniquet and walk down the road, you know. I sewed it back up while I got into my canoe and rode across the lake with one arm. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, Skip, calm down. This story got way intense way long ago and my fucking heart can't handle any more of this. That bear book is like that every page. It's amazing. And it's all like sportsmen's fucking articles that I can't imagine the fucking guy that had to write this. And then the bear did what? You know, like the bear literally walked around and followed the hunters back into camp and proceeded to murder them all. The search party that was later sent for the hunters... And then the following search party that was later sent for those searchers were also found by... And you're just like, holy shit, how many bears did this thing kill? Right. Isn't that one of the stories, though? Yeah, there is stories like that all yeah. throughout. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's incredible, too, because you hear these stories and you're thinking to yourself, like... And then they start saying, well, you can't measure a bear by its cape. You have to measure by the skull because you can always stretch the cape. Because leather will stretch, but the skull won't show you that. It'll show you how the actual age of the bear. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, that's brilliant. And they're like, that's the brilliant Boone and Crockett scoring way to do it. And I'm, I'm listening to these or reading these stories, and they're talking about 2,500 pound fucking Kodiak bears that will like, they will literally take your fucking head off your shoulders with a paw swipe, and like. People are found with chunks missing and like these things, they bite you. You know what your dog does to a chew toy that you got at Kmart and puts it on the ground and, you know, shakes that motherfucker until it's just like a little rag doll. Yeah. Turns out a grizzly bear will do that to a 400 pound human being <laughs> and your 200 pound ass is literally nothing. So it's like, that's going to happen if you get into the mouth of that beast. So, yeah. Vegas was good, um, but uh, I, I got sick. I mean, we did have a little bit of fun. Yeah. No, fuck yeah, no. I, we uh, we went up and down the strip, and there was a lot of really creepy people. It was Fremont. Oh, that's right. The strip is the strip. I don't. Maybe I don't know Vegas like um, everybody else knows Vegas. When we went through the drive while we were waiting for the hotel, and you were not feeling so hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's that the strip where all the big massive casinos at, at are. At the place I threatened to take a poo-poo in their parking lot, or in their garage, or no. the, <laughs> their uh, convenience store. No, that's on the way there. Oh, yeah. yeah that was a different story. <laughs> I was, I was going to take a poo in the middle of a, what was that place? Was it the... Burger King? Circle K? Or the Circle K. Yeah, it was, like a, it was like a Circle K. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I almost took a deuce at the <laughs> Las Vegas soup, Circle K. You there was a, in that neighborhood. There was a, a lady there who was just a little too bitchy for me, and I couldn't handle it, so I just... I just, I almost took a deuce on her floor that she just mopped. 
Mm-hmm. And I was I was like, I'm a very respectful person, but this this gal in a moment had me right to that point. And I, I, I told myself I had to leave that place yeah. or I was going to defecate in that place all over her floor <laughs> and be like, mm, fuck you, bitch, you know, and walk out like snapping fingers like a diva. You are a diva. In that state, I would have been fucking A. She upset me. I was pissed. For real, I was, I was going to take a deuce right on her floor. It would have been precious. She was awful. Well, and, and what was it at the Burger King? We stopped there for you to go and use that bathroom. Oh, yeah. There was a dude doing heroin at the Burger King, and I couldn't go into the stall because he was shooting up. I was like, I went into the Burger King, walked right up to the fucking stall. There's one toilet. I'm like, great. It's fucking occupado. And I'm like sitting there and I like kind of hear something weird. And I'm one of those really nosy people who will straight like look through that gr- that gap in the stall like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I saw that dude's arm. And that shit was tied off. And I was like, I'm glad I looked. <laughs> don't even give a shit. I don't even care. I will straight say it now. I don't even care that I glanced. This motherfucker was doing heroin. I wasn't going to be in that bathroom. I did, you know, if he had been taking a shit, I would have been like, you know, I feel guilty for glancing. That might have been a moment where I would have been like, damn it, I shouldn't have done that. But in that moment, the guy was doing heroin, and so I was justified. So fuck that guy. Like, yeah, no. And also, fuck that Burger King. We left that place. And as I walked outside, there was a, there was a guy with a one leg peeing in a bottle, which was very unfortunate. Because I saw the head of his wiener. Viva Las Vegas, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Viva Las Vegas. They don't make these joints strong enough sometimes. So. Yeah. Oh. And then I was over on Fremont, too. And, uh. I made a ticky talkie and there was this, uh, there was this, this conga line of urine and ur- urinal bottles. Like, well, they were all water bottles, but they, somebody had just, I, I'm, I'm guessing the same gentleman that I had just witnessed urinating at the Burger King in the parking lot with one leg was probably, I'm not trying to be discriminatory, but that was probably the same guy because it was the same style of water bottle. (laughs) And we weren't far from the first incident. And he had like 10 of them conga lined out on the sidewalk, which in that distance seems about a fair ration to peeing, to drinking, to, you know, being fucked off. And then just this is where these all go at the end of the night. Blah. Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. You know, I wish I could have stayed longer. There was probably a lot more stuff in Vegas that I would have really enjoyed to do, but there was a whole lot of gross. (laughs) Did you know you could be walking down in Vegas and just see a partially nude nun, but you could pay her and take pictures? My wife made me almost (laughs) do that. And I told her we should go over to the Chip and Dale's one. And you, we can get pictures there. And she's like, you would do that? And I was like, absolutely, I, I would do like, that. I was like, no way. I was like, fucking absolutely, I'd do that, for sure. But I don't have to look like I like the photos. 
So, like, you could be in the photo, like, <laughs> ooh and an on on your side with a bunch of dudes all happy and shit. And I could be over on my side, like, all disgusted, you know, like, oh, you. Like, <laughs> why? How could you? So that they're like these really guilty pictures that people look at and judge you silently for for the rest of your life, sweetheart. Uh, no, thank you. Come on. Mm. Is it the. These are the things that we could be doing, though. We could be having a good time like that. <laughs> Instead, we ride the quad around here. We go up to the top of the hill. My wife finally got to go and take it up there by herself here last night. And then recently, she took the the grandkids around and got to patrol and go up the hill. What do you think of the new quad, honey? Oh, I love it. Is it, is it the bee's knees? Oh, yeah. Probably one of the best quads you've ever rode. Yeah, because it, it's fast. Yeah. The ones I've had have been like little hot rods, and that's just too much for me. But this has the same amount of speed, just more comfort. Right? Yeah. I know. It's like a fucking luxury quad, I swear to God. And there's a lot of people out there that are like, well, the Grizzly's the better one than the Kodiak. But this 700, I swear to God, it's so snappy, automatic. It's got a fucking cool winch. It's nice. I really like it. It's fast, too. And I mean, like, it. I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> it's, it get, when you give it the beans, this thing will snap you back on the bike. It's fun. Like, I, I, I'm with my wife on there. I don't feel comfortable going crazy because I, I feel like I could lose control of that thing with just me on there. With her on there, I feel like it's, like, it's not safe. <laughs> like, I'll go crazy with that thing. It's, it's got a lot of power. I was really impressed in the snow, too. It pushes snow like nothing. Yeah, that was what I was doing last night. Well, I mean, we didn't have as much snow up there as we did the other day, but yeah, no, I got to the top, was. and I was just having fun. Yeah, it, imagine the other day. It was probably way, way gnarlier up there. I would have loved to have gone up there. I bet you it was just deep. I, yeah. I We should have, I, but it was just... I weather, had to go to work, so I couldn't really stay and play. The weather was so shitty, though. It was like it was like raining and snowing and hailing mm, and yep. just... It was so weird. Washington's just the most bipolar bastard right now. It's, it's, a, it's, it's beautiful and then at the same time abysmally depressing. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, I hope all of you had a wonderful day who are listening to this. This will be the third episode out for us, which is way which behind schedule. So terrible, and I apologize. We will we will get around to doing many more of these. We've just been so fucking busy. I've been sick, and then so much crap has happened back to back. One thing after another has interrupted this, and we'll, we will try way harder to get in here. That's been my goal anyways. So what's that old saying? It's a... Uh, April showers brings May flowers. Is that right? I think so, yeah. So what the fuck does snow bring? Is that just the, the apocalypse? Yeah. Washington State doesn't normally get snow, and we just got eight inches overnight the other night, and then it's gone. Today it was sunny. This fucking state is insane. I lost, a, I lost another tree, so now I gotta go cut that up. Which means more firewood for fire for, uh, for theater season. Cannon fodder to keep the children warm while we watch films out in the garden. I can't wait. You excited for that? 
Yeah, actually, I really am. What kind of movies do you think we're going to watch this year? Definitely The Shining. You're and watch uh, the Shining. oh, it's it's a have to. It's That's the Red Room Theater. Yeah, well. But also, what's the other one? Uh, Doctor Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Doctor Sleep is fun. I like Dead Alive too, and that's right over your shoulder on the table there. I need to watch that again. I love that one. Oh, right. well, it was right there. Well, it might be underneath the. Yeah, there it, it is. I, 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 I hit it. See, I know it's there. It's underneath the Hunter S. Thompson book. Yeah. Yeah. Obscure references. I'll just throw them out there as fast as I can. Just Another movie we need to watch is Jaws. I uh, I want to be in that movie. I think I should play Quint. Ah, you'd make a perfect quint. All right, matey. Come on, get on the boat. I'm not really like that. I wouldn't do it like that. But I absolutely loved that character as a kid. I could never. Could you imagine trying? Well, you don't know. You haven't seen the movie. So there's a scene in there where they discuss the, the USS Indianapolis. And that is an iconic scene. In uh, which movie? Jaws. I've seen that movie. Oh. It was, I think, the first one we played this year. Was it? Or last year. Oh, that's right. I made you watch that in the garden. But I think you fell asleep. I was going to say, did I fall asleep? I think you fell asleep. Hmm. Probably. That's what it's I do when it gets asleep. dark. If it's, if it's like Princess Bride or something like that, you'll fall asleep. Anytime that gets dark. <laughs> it's like, it's bath time, it's bedtime, it's I'm going to sleep. <laughs> She, she gets up early as hell to head into work. I wish I could get up like that. My body won't even fucking let me. When I wake up every morning, I have this gastroparesis. This has been such a condition. It's been such an illness now. Uh, it fucks with my sleep schedule and throws me all off whack. So I can never catch like a normal day sleep. So like I can't go to sleep at 9 o'clock and wake up at fucking nine o'clock and then do my day but today was an was an amazing day i was really fortunate that i had the day off and somehow the stars and the moon aligned and schedule lined up perfect i i will stay awake until five in the morning though because like then i can't sleep for you know like once i wake up i can't just go to bed 12 hours later like i'm a wide awake so it's like I'll go to sleep for 12 hours, but I'll fucking pass out at, you know, noon and and wake up at midnight. Yeah. And then wake up or then and then do a whole fucking day and then pass out at nine o'clock in the evening. So, you know, I've almost done 24 hours and then I'll pass out, wake up and I've slept for eight hours and do a day and then pass out after 17 hours and then wake up and do a day you know like and i mean it's just it's it's i mean it's bad my fucking schedule is so fucking backwards and i can't correct it because every time i try to i can't fucking get it to swing the, the right way i will get sick and I'll start to vomit, and I'll fucking spend days and days on the couch kicking and thrashing and vomiting. It all doesn't make any sense. Right. It's the worst illness I've ever experienced in my life. I didn't know that, that it was even possible. It's hard to explain it. It's like it's a constant fight like that. You always feel like you're sick. So, I mean, when it's like I wake up, 
I'm, I'm in agony. And, and there's days where it's so bad, you know, and anxiety gets so bad and depression gets so bad, you'll start to do things you wouldn't normally do, you know, things that you're out of your head, obviously, in those moments, you know, and then they pass. And then I, my anxiety settles and I can start my day. And that, that might be a 10 hour day after that, where it's, I'm able to be productive from three o'clock in the afternoon and, you know, on and, (laughs) but then that horrible, I got to go to sleep and then I got to wake up and go through the whole sickness again and then I might be productive the next day or I might be sick the whole entire next day. And if I eat anything that, that fucks with this, it's like, it's leveling. And I've eat, I've had some really bad experiences just eating fast food or certain... Mushrooms. Mushrooms were bad. If I ate big, uh, like mushroom, dinner mushrooms, that was really bad. Yeah. Ugh. Elk steak. Was it chanterelles? No, those were just regular mushrooms, yeah. brown ones. <laughs> yeah. And you tried the elk steak, and elk that steak didn't go over very me well. Elk steak pretty bad. Uh, that elk steak screwed my birthday last year. <laughs> yeah, and then, <laughs> oh, yeah, shit, that was when that happened. Fuck. You were down for, like, four days. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then, oh, yeah, and then uh, the one time I found out that I shouldn't eat steak in general, I, I had eaten a bunch of steak and my my uh my thought was i didn't want it to go bad so there was just all this steak and it was probably like 30 plus ounces of steak and i ate it all to myself jesus yeah and i ended up in the er the next day and i was sicilic vomiting and the I've never experienced that, and it's where your body forces you to vomit, and you can't stop, and you just start making the noise, basically. But you're you're doing it, but you're just there's nothing to vomit up. And I sat there and did that in the ER for like six hours, and I had a doctor come in and tell me that I, I or uh, he thought I was there for drugs, seeking for drug seeking behavior, and I. I was vomiting and saying out loud as I was vomiting, like, if you gave me drugs, I'd puke more, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, no. Rusty Gust. Yeah. Mm. I'll, I'll name drop his ass. Fuck him. Dr. Rusty Gust. Yeah. St. John's Hospital. Kelso Longview. What's the nickname for that place? Mm-hmm. Oh, Satan's asshole. I'm not sure. <laughs> I have no idea. I thought I've heard something. I won't uh, go there. HIVville. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I've heard it called many things. I used to live in the shadow of that fucking rat's nest. Yeah. The, the Your hospital business itself was in the shadow is of that. terrible. But I used to sell pot like literally to not even a, a block from that hospital. It was literally like across the street and what? One house house in. Yeah, it was across the street in a house in, and I fucking sold. I was selling a gang of everything out of that house for years. Thank God. Thank God I stopped that dumb shit. Made very good decisions in life after my dad died. I had to make some very, very crucial changes. 
<laughs> and didn't you have the, some of the nurses and the doctors coming over? Think it off shift. Absolutely, I had nurses over, and the well, all of the how the hospital like cleaning staff was that was like easy. I mean, those all those folks are really bored, and they just sit there and clean, so they just want to smoke some weed and do their job, and I respect that. So I loved getting them all high, and then uh, there was always nurses that would come over, and they would be like, "Look, look, you can't you can't say anything about this right now." <laughs> Cause like, I can't risk my job. I got kids, and I got uh, my husband. He would he would understand, and he knows that some of this is for him. <laughs> but, but you can't say anything. And I'd be looking at him like, "Honey, look, maliciously, I'm not gonna reach out and try to fuck your life up for some pot. Would you just go smoke this and calm down?" Like, for real, I don't like care. Like, you're going to run around and talk about your like, I don't give a shit. To, you know. Well, and also, like, I don't give a shit. If I'm in the hospital, even, if I'm sitting there in the hospital, fucking under, like, so much fucking problems, and I, I'm not going to use it against you. Like, just please, just take care of me if you can. If you can't, then don't, don't bother. It's fine. You know, like, have a wonderful day, ma'am. Like, but Jesus Christ, you don't have to be this fucking ridiculous... Yeah, but you had a lot to lose, too. That's what I'm I'm saying. Oh, well, I mean, it was easier for me to... I mean, I was just... At one point, I was, like, saving money, and I was like, that's going to be for court fees. Oh, really? Yeah. No, for real. Like, because I thought to myself that if I could, if I could save enough money for court fees, everything else is the bonus. <laughs> and I was looking at it like if the, the day that I get caught is the day that, that this all just stops and I'm done. And and I thought, you know, like I was going to get caught and I kept doing shit and I kept getting a little louder and doing a little, little, little bit more and making a little bit more moves. And I was moving this way and doing some stupid shit. And then I was like, oh, fuck, you know, and I was meeting these people and doing some real stupid shit. And like, I was talking to these people and they were all like, we're cartel. And I'm like, oh, hey, that's sweet. You know, I'm like, I'm going to go talk to these people over here now, you know. <laughs> and then I was like, I need to get the fuck out of this before this gets a little too hairy. And I did. But like, I had made the decision to get out of it. And, and it was like my dad's house, my mom and dad's house had burned down. And like... That made a a big, like, before that, I had planned to want to get out of it, and I had said I want out of this, but, like, I I didn't make the actual initiative to start getting out of it until the fire started. And the fire happened that night uh, at their old house. I, I really just, I was just like, okay, yeah, no, it's time for me to stop. Like, I, I there's no more playing around with this i'm gonna i'm gonna either die doing this and if i do get caught if am i gonna be able to even afford the court case to get out of it if it's gonna be this big we keep getting bigger and bigger here like next thing you know these are gonna be numbers that i'm not gonna be able to just pay a lawyer to be like yeah they'll make that go away you know i mean there's some but oh man when it gets too big it's it's you just you got to get out. So I got out before shit got too bad. But but I was meeting people that weren't you know I mean like it was really funny. I was I remember smoking weed at my house with city councilmen and shit. And 
thinking to myself like this is interesting you know like i know these people uh like i I would never say names you know but like this it's just funny now that looking back on it and thinking from a di- from the different perspective it's like what the fuck was i thinking how in the hell did i get away with that for so long cops up my doorstep because i was slamming the door at three in the morning you know like screaming motherfucker at the door because my door wouldn't latch and i just lost my temper cops show up that place just reeks like weed nothing but intent you know like it sounds bad they have all the fucking probable cause in the world to come inside because i've i've it sounds like domestic violence has been going on the whole night (laughs) I'm standing there sweating like fucking Elvis at the door in a wife beater with my fucking hair a mess, you know? Like, it, yeah. I mean, it's a typical episode of Cops on a Longview night in fucking Washington State, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you showed me your scales today that you used to use. That was pretty funny. My wife was (laughs) weighing up stuff that she had gotten for... uh, was it, it's for Sensies, right? No, for Freshies. Oh, Freshies. Yeah. Okay, explain these to me. Oh Jesus! Uh, no, just just quick, quick, break it yeah. down. You take these beads and you put fragrance oil in it, and okay. you let it cure, and you have to measure them out. But and then you put them in molds, and you put it in the oven, and you bake them, and then you put them in cars after you do that, and it makes them smell nice. Yeah, they smell amazing, and then you, yeah, you like you see, put them in your car, and your car smells like a new car smell, or or black ice, anything. or or. But I tell you, I thought I was getting ripped off. So she's weighing <laughs> it all out, and her scale is a little off. I think it's both. I think her scale's a little bit off, and also these guys were trying to rip her off too because they were like a tenth of an a ounce, tenth of an ounce on every. Every single one of their containers, yep. and so she got that. Except for one. One was an well, actual one ounce. Was, yeah, that, but it was even over just a it was little like bit. One point zero four. Yeah. So she ends up getting all these different smellies, and she adds them to her little things, and then <laughs> has it all figured out now. My my old scale from the old job that I had that I've probably put hundreds of thousands of dollars over has seen some better days and i pull out the first one and she's looking at it going that looks like dirty and i was like thinking to myself like yeah (laughs) and then i pull out the second one and she's like that one is even worse and i was like they're yeah you couldn't get them open well yeah the first one i cut was stuck shut like (laughs) i didn't i didn't think it'd be stuck shut that's comical but i mean that's just i felt like that was just like the perfect moment for that to be stuck shut but I, I guess I did weigh a lot of wax over that. There were little droplets of wax all over the top of this plate. And they're just all over the edges. And you can see like all these weed leaves all just stretched out everywhere. It's ridiculous. It's all smashed in there. It's pretty bad. I thought it was funny. I had to text Sherry and say, Dan brought out his, his scale from his old business. And now I'm weighing my freshy craft stuff on him. She thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, but it worked. It did. Oops. Hell yeah, I'll use that anytime I can. <laughs> those those scales are fucking badass. Titan T3s. 
I had a buddy that told me to use those. He was like, those specifically are the best scales. That's what you need. You need to get that. Put that in your car, bro. You can always keep that one in you. It will always be guaranteed. That in a solo cup. It's weird how people are like that. And then he would say, bruh. He'd say, bruh, all the time, too. Never bro. Brother. Just, bruh. Like, I loved him. God, he irritated me sometimes, though. And he would take dabs that were as big as fucking peas. He would just sit there and he would play fucking Call of Duty. And he would take these goddamn dabs that were as big as peas. And he would do like 10 of them a day. Smoking way more than a gram of wax a day. So that's more than what you're doing. Because you way do it all more. day long, baby. Yeah, no, this was this was way more than I ever do. And then, but then also he would be like, Stepping behind the door to like do booger sugar and like fucking, he was. He was hey, a, tell them the story about um, Kilo. Oh Jesus, yeah. So when I got my dog, <laughs> God. <laughs> so when I got my dog, um, he decided. Well, okay, I should say this. I decided to name him Kilo because not really like thinking we had had a dog when I was younger that we'd named Kilo. And that was a dog that it was early 80s. My uncle helped name this dog, and my uncle was doing blow at the time. And so it was just a joke, inside joke, named the dog Kilo. So this big, fluffy, white husky at the time was named Kilo. Well, all these years later, I get this little fluffy white dog, and I'm like, Kilo, naming him Kilo. That's just fucking, that's the name of this old dog that we used to have. And I thought it was funny. And also at the time, I'm doing blow. So so I thought, I will just, you know, commemorate and commemorate. And also, it fits. He's just a little bundle of fluff and energy. So, and he's white, just bundle of fluff and energy. This works. Kilo. So Kilo ends up being a holy terrorist, but about Four months into it, he was running around on the floor of the living room, and I was right at the end of the cocaine days for me. And I like I had made my lines for the evening, which were very fat, and there were very many of them. And I had them lined up on the mirror, which was on my knee. And I had my blowtorch in front of me because I was taking dabs. And the TV was going. There was a lot going on. And Kilo bumped my leg. So, I lost a lot of cocaine all over Kilo. And now Kilo is not panicking, but I am. So I'm chasing the dog around the house like a (laughs) cocaine-fueled Joey Diaz on a fucking Sunday night, you know, just needing more. And I'm not trying to, like, sniff the dog or anything, but I'm panicking to get this goddamn dog clean because I don't want that kind of coke to just be resting on the top of a four-month-old fucking puppy. So I chase him through the fucking dining room because he thinks he's in trouble, but I'm just like, no, no, baby, come here, come here, you know, and I grab the fucking dog, get him to the fucking kitchen sink, Hot water. Well, I mean, not like as hot as you I mean, I, I like tested it. I like kept his head away from his back at first because I didn't want him to lick himself. And I just 
turned the hot water on and then I let it cool off a little bit so that it was bearable. And then I just sat there and piss warmed him off like for in the sink for holy shit. I don't even know. Probably 15 minutes. I'm not even exaggerating before I even added soap. You were panicking. I was freaking the fuck. Well, I was also on cocaine. So 15 minutes could have been 15 seconds, sweetheart. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> so I was I was like sitting there with the dog and I start dialing putting dial on him because i know that stuff will get fucking tar off of fucking ducks on the beaches <laughs> in maui and shit so i was like this will work for cocaine so i hose the dog off with this dial soap and i i get that shit all clean in there and stuff get him all wiped up with it lathered and i start cleaning him off with the fucking the sprayer out of the sink and stuff the whole time i'm sure he is just not digging this he's four months old you know and he's wiggle worming and some of that could be the coke but like it feels more like it's just he's he's normally like this you know so i'm i'm also just kind of keeping that in mind like he's normally like this there's no difference you know because i don't want there to be and i I get him all fucking rinsed off and i like peel my shirt off and wrap him up in it and like dry him off and then i'm thinking to myself you idiot there's probably cocaine all over your shirt. And I'm like, shit. And I go right back underneath the sink with him for a minute because that's how paranoid I am. And I continue to rinse off the the shirt remnants that had to have been on that shirt. So that poor dog is just real pissed off now. Like, God damn it, dude. I was done. I was drying. And now this again, you motherfucker. And I'm like, I like, I, I, yeah, no, yeah. Kilo loves me, though. Yes, he does. he does. He chases me around the house now. And w- now that I've said his name about 20 times, I'm sure he's sitting right outside of this room, just oh, eye fuck I'm at the sure. door, like, what's up, man? What are we doing? He probably wants to go outside. He always wants to go outside. It's his favorite place. Only when it's inconvenient for you, though. No, well, he likes to just be outside all the time. So he goes outside, and he's he just walks up and down the sidewalk and then when i want to go inside he wants to go outside or when he when i want to go sit down he wants to go outside or when but he only goes out for a second and then he's back in i know he likes to go outside so it's just his thing i wish i had a dog door on this place yes that'd be nice the old house had a dog door just made it really easy he could run in and out any time of the night but it drove the neighbors nuts Kilo fucking did not make friends with our neighbors in the neighborhood. Shane and I had uh, had some really shitty neighbors. Shane was, is one of my old, old friends I've known forever. He was my roommate in town forever. And uh, we had the worst neighbors and the best neighbors. One side of the, be- of the uh, house was an apartment complex and the other side of the house was an comp- apartment complex. So it's like up. There's a house in between two apartments. And me and him lived there. And the one apartments had all my a bunch of my friends in them. And then the other side had a bunch of randoms. Karens. And, and yeah, about three of them that ended up living there were total Karens. And, like, would report my dog. <laughs> they would, like, they would, like, write down uh, numbers and cite law code. And write down like things that we had broken the law for the dog. Right. And write it on a piece of paper and fuck it all up. 
and it would be spelled wrong and shit like that. But they, you could tell that they tried, you know, right. but like they pin it to my door, which would be like an irritation in itself. Like, why did you take a thumbtack and put it in my front door, you dickhead? Like, Game on. You then they, of course, nice. they don't leave their address to go talk to them when it's that situation ever. Because why would they? Well, they have to put the note on the door because they don't want confrontation. Because I, yeah, yeah, and that's what it would have been too. I'd roll up with a joint going, just like tapping on the door, like, "Hey, hi, I heard there was a problem. Is your husband home?" <laughs> you know, but that stuff's not like a. It's because you know it's not like him. Like I don't know, it's not him freaking out. He don't give a shit. He's just sitting there watching TV, like oh, fucking dogs outside. I don't care. Like. It's always the wife. And every time it was the wife, the wife was always mad. She'd be like, Goddamn dog. This motherfucker, let this motherfucking dog come out here. Let's go to the bathroom at three in the fucking morning and it's barking. I don't know what he expects. And you're just sitting there thinking like, Bitch, it's a, it's a dog. I, I didn't want it to piss on my carpet. Like, let it go to the bathroom. And it barked because the fucking tweaker walking by here just farted and, and like shit his pants and he's now trying to grab a leaf off the fucking ground and wipe his ass in your flower bed ma'am so he's mad at him alarm he's you alarm. you don't get mad at him you know like for for alarming you to this tweaker that is literally two feet closer to you he was my nightmare though kilo yeah that dog i I mean like i the he was the reason i got sober off of coke was because of that moment after i did that i never did coke again i still have never and i won't i won't do it again it was it was just a mindful decision to never do it again after that but uh that was so good though but that was just one of those moments where i had i had a fucking dog Ended up stopping my 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 blow days. I'm not doing those things anymore. <laughs> yeah. I uh I'm just not that guy, and I never did anything else. I always hear on the threads that you must have done crack or shit like that to lose weight. I never did meth. I never did heroin. Smoked opium one time. I know that that's similar to heroin. Pretty heavy of it, but no. No, you didn't I'm, do the real nasty shit. No, I never, I never injected nothing like that, or, or actually tried to smoke heroin. Did pain pills? Who did? Who didn't do pillies? Everybody's done pillies. Everybody's done pillies, and especially if you've ever had surgery, you've done pills. So mm-hmm. it's like, and you know what your body can handle and can't handle. Yep. My body hates morphine. My body loves Percocet and Toradol. 10 milligram Percocets were decent for me. I did all right with those on my gut, but I'm not a big fan of it anymore. It's just... Uh, I'm sorry. It was Dilaudid I like. Dilaudid's mm. heavy. That's heavy. Makes me feel too sluggish. I don't like I don't like that pharmaceutical drug feel. It makes me feel too sluggish, and I feel like I, I just can't cope with like normal daily shit. I feel like everything's tuned out, you know, like I'm fogging it all away. It really does for me. It puts a buffer on life. I can't handle doing that shit anymore. 
See, the Percocet doesn't, it's, it's, I've never done speed. Percocet, but Percocet made me, yeah. Like, like, I would be going and going. I'd be cleaning this, you know, counters with a toothbrush, you know. Molly put me up really high. Uh, I didn't, I didn't like, uh, I didn't like Molly for the jitters, though. Your teeth, you grind your teeth so hard. Not a big fan of that. Mushrooms were really bad on my guts. Remember that? You just recently taught me about how to tell when somebody's on coke. Watching oh, yeah. Hugh you Hefner. Could, you could see it in somebody's jaw. When they're doing heavy coke, they start ratcheting their jaw back and forth. It's so bad. Or meth. Anything that's a heavy like stimulant like that. You could just see it. Start grinding their teeth. You could see their back jaw moving like crazy. And they're... They get all fucking joker like, and you're just like, "What are you doing, dude?" Like, it's so obvious. Go indoors, man. <laughs> Can't you just go be fucked up somewhere else? You don't need to do this in public. People can see you. They just don't care at that point, you know. But I mean, they should because they look stupid. I mean, they really do. Like, it's frustrating to watch. Like, looks irritating. I, I remember it being fun, but then when I look at it from the outside, I feel like an old grumpy man now looking da- back at it like, he's goddamn kids. You know, like, <laughs> ain't, ain't got no gas in it. We ain't doing this no more. Like, it's just not my thing. Yeah. I just don't want to do drugs like that anymore. Well, and you don't. So. I know. I, would, I wouldn't mind doing mushrooms again. Acid I would do again, I think, someday. But that's just all shit that I would oh do someday. Oh, my God. Mushrooms. Mushrooms would Reminds be Reminds me about Tyler. <laughs> which time? He only did it the one time. Oh, I know, but which, which part of that? The whole night. Oh. So I have, uh, I have, I have introduced somebody to mushrooms. My son. <laughs> and uh, he he ate too many in one sitting. He ate a, he ate an eighth in one sitting. And there were some really, really strong mushrooms, and uh, he ended up. He ended up. Well, first he did it with a buddy. Okay, <laughs> you can tell the whole thing. Uh, and we get this phone call, and he, and from the buddy, and his buddy's like, "I can't, I can't fucking control him. He's just, fucked up. He's fucked up. He's fucked up." And I hear, I hear my stepson in the background, like cackling and go. Did you call my mom? Why did you call? Why my mom? did you do that? And he's got the phone in his hand for a split second, and then it's down. And I can hear him kind of run off, like, and I hear this just ridiculous laugh, and that's the end of that phone call. And we didn't hear anything else from Tyler for a brief moment. <laughs> so then, Tyler made it home. When he gets home, he's hanging out at his house, and he is very, very sick. And he was, uh, was, was he was puking, right, at first? He did. I think he did puke, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he had been drunk to start this night and decided yeah. to eat and ate the mushrooms. And he then he thought, that'd just be it. You know, like, I'll just eat them. Yeah, fortune favors the bull. Woo! And then, like, didn't realize, like, wait, wait. I gotta wait. I gotta ride this out for like wait. How many hours? Hell, oh, wait. How many hours? Do I gotta ride this out. You know, like I gotta work here. You know, like in the next couple. Am I gonna of, get busted? Am, am I, I in gonna, trouble? Like, what's gonna, gonna happen? Me? And I'm like sitting here going, Oh my god. 
He's at home, like, puking and trying. I'm telling him, watch cartoons and calm down. He's like, fuck that noise. I'm not doing that. That doesn't sound fun at all. And his wife's trying to calm him down. And I'm telling her, play something that's just, you know, innocent, cartoon, funny yeah. cartoon. And she did, I think. Well, I, no, I think she put a show I on. I thought the character was named Tyler. Yeah, the character's name was Tyler. And every time the, the person would get their name said in the, in the series, Tyler would fucking respond, huh? To the TV because he thought the fucking TV was yeah. talking to him because he's on the mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. I sent him that TikTok that you made for somebody that was on <laughs> Oh, acid. yeah. And he's and like, it, I'm not watching that. It fucked him up. <laughs> well, wait, was it him or was it? It was Pogue. Pogue watched it and got yeah, it was, that was who got. He didn't like that. Yeah, no. He's like, dude, I don't want to watch that. It, yeah, Tyler didn't watch it. Oh, okay. I knew he, one of them did. He waited till the next day to watch it. Yeah, no. And he was glad he didn't. Yeah, he's telling me over the phone, like, I'm never doing mushrooms again. Never doing mushrooms again. This is too much. This is too much. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Freaking out. Hour call. Hour later, he calls. He's fucking completely different person. He's like calming way down. And he's like, okay, I can handle this. Yeah, this isn't that bad. This is kind of fun, actually, you know, like, because he's coming down a little bit, you know, and it's not so intense, and he's not so drunk anymore, and, oh, my God. Oh, and. Oh, my God, and then we we were laughing so yeah, hard. he called and, us. And he fucking told us, don't you laugh. Like, he got <laughs> so mad and, like, offended. And I was just like, what the fuck? Calm down. It was so funny. It's like, mushrooms aren't so, supposed to make you hostile. <laughs> Jesus. Take a chill pill, too. Jeez. <laughs> too much mushrooms for Tyler. Yeah, so I bet he won't do a quarter. I bet he won't do. I bet you won't do that many mushrooms again in one sitting. I bet you that he yeah, won't. He said he wouldn't. I bet you if he does, he doesn't drink anything before he does either. Maybe he'd give him some orange juice. There's no fucking way he's gonna actually drink liquor again and do that. He did say the next time he would do it, it'd be in a lot different environment, There's so he just could just no let way. it. Go. I wouldn't want to do it at a house party anymore. Anyways, if I was gonna do mushrooms, I'd be want to be in a way more chill scenario than that. Way, way, way better of the environment than that. I want to be closer to home. If I got to get sick, I want to be able to do it here in my place and my spot. And if I want to be able to like experience nature, I want to go behind my trees and sit there underneath a fucking tree and like soak it all in with that shit just <laughs> flowing through me. And just I'll be all like dudist priest with it, like floating off my asshole off the ground two feet, you know. <laughs> Have you ever seen Bong Water, honey? Yes, I have. Ring, ding, 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 Wait, ding, ding, is it a movie? Ding, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I've never seen it. I've seen actual Bong Water, but not a movie. I got that in this fucking thing behind me. I'm sure you do. No, I was talking about a movie. That's Jack Black in it. Really? He trips balls and walks through the, the wilderness and does that. Hmm. Yeah. That's really fucking good. That's old school, right. 90s shit. We'll have to watch it one night. No, you would hate it. <sighs> I'm sure. I don't hate any of the movies that you show. Demon Knight. What's that? That was the one I played for you at Halloween. Is that the one? Yep. The punk rock one where they go to the sanitarium 
and it was mm-hmm. and the dude's got like a pig face and, and the ones he's got booby something yeah or she kept wanting to hump the guy yeah oh i hated that <laughs> told you i know you there's movies i've played that you don't want to watch <laughs> the other day we were sitting there and i was talking about how much i fucking love dennis leary and no cure for cancer and i was just being, oh my god i love this fucking bit <laughs> such a bit so crucial in my younger years i used to listen to this all the fucking time i loved this bit and and like i was searching for something on youtube and she's like you're not looking for the dennis leary thing are you yeah i'm and not I'm, a fan of and dennis i'm like leary. no because i'd like forgotten about it and she's like okay because I, I was I was hoping you weren't looking that up. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay, honey. Well, uh, I, will sh- I will shut the fuck up over here right now. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I remember <laughs> today I made a joke on TikTok that made me chuckle. My wife, she's not an aggressive person in any way. But I just, well, I mean, unless, unless you want to fuck around and find out. But like. But I'm just saying, like, she's not going to go out of her way to, like, thug out and beat somebody up. Not my wife's style. But today on TikTok, I made a boast that if that if anything, if I had done what this one person did, who had grabbed this woman by the throat and turkey neck, turkey neck yeah. shook her, her uh, chin, yeah. I was like, divorce proceedings would start then. Because, I mean, I know that it's not real, but, like... Because my wife and I have a wonderful relationship, and and she would probably forgive me because I would I would I probably be, would have laughed. But she, but I I made the joke like divorce proceedings start now. Like this was <laughs> this would be the end of my divorce. I would never survive this. And then and then somebody else said something, and uh, I was like, my wife knows way too much timber, more timber than most people I know, and she would make my ass disappear. Which is true, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. If I ever go missing, my wife knows more timber than most <gasps> people I know, and it's probably her. <coughs> it's not true. I love you, honey. I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> you didn't hear that part. We're going to mute that out. You didn't hear that. <laughs> Look into this fucking pin. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take a little sniff of this bathroom yeah. towel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are the men in black. Keep my wife's name out your motherfucking oh, mouth. Jesus, do we want to go there? Come I, over there and get Chris rocked, baby. Oh, that whole thing. It's so funny. It's ridiculous. I mean, there's people out there that believe it's real. People out there that think it's fake. Whether you believe it's real or fake or not, I think it's real. But you know what? It's a shit. It's still amazing. It was still fun TV. Who gives a shit? I had that was the most entertaining fucking Academy Award in twenty years. I can tell you maybe brief little moments in the Academy Award that I remember things, you know, like just little things. That one, that bitch is gonna resonate like a bell for the rest of my life. Well, you know what's gonna happen now. Is that you will never see a live show of the Oscars or anything because they're going to have yeah. to have a delay in case anything happens. I I think that they they will, but I think that they you know they already fucking said like Will Smith is what isn't he already said that he can't come they can't he can't come back for ten years ten years he a also decade. he also uh, resigned from the <coughs> academy which Damn. whatever. 
But yeah, they won't let him come back for 10 years to any event. And I don't think he can be nominated. When does Modern Warrior come back? That's quite interesting. I don't know. He took a pause break on the entire TikTok. Like, mm. he had some shit show meltdown like Jerry Springer on his side. And then all of a sudden, I'm watching that whole fucking page go private. And I'm like, this is amazing over there. Like, that's the, this is all the little gossip going on, kids, over the fence. This is what's going on on TikTok talk. I'm looking him up right now. <laughs> He's private. You can't see his page. Maybe. You're probably right. It's like he had 2.7 million followers or some shit. He might still do. Because he was... People were watching the train wreck. Yeah, well, I mean, there was that. And there's a whole lot of, like... uh, He's back. (gasps) He's back. He's open. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Okay. Now I got to go back in there and go go peep over the fence because I'm excited. To see what kind of drama unfolds over there. I don't follow the the fella. He seems like a nice guy. I just like to make sure that that everything's copacetic on the other side of the fence. It's crazy over there. I think he has a kilo of his own, and it looks like he's trying to take a poop. I mean, it's possible. He has. Oh yeah, he does have a dog. I remember he was making dog videos. Yeah. <sighs> this guy just creeps me out. Anyway. He's interesting. I think he's fun. I love TikTok. He's creepy. I see all kinds of amazing characters on TikTok that just that just make my day or my day is just so much better with all these fucking people. Every one of them. There's this other dude named Sick Boy who reminds me of one of my best friends, Devo. So it's just so fun. I like to follow him too. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of fucking awesome people on TikTok. There are. Ugh. I've seen some really terrible shit on TikTok too. You see people get killed, and then I keep wondering how I get hit for this stupid shit. I can't figure out why I got hit for the last one. Like, there's no video that got pulled. There's no video that's mentioned. I got nothing for, like, an audio pulled. Nothing. It's just, it's it says that just randomly out of nowhere, they were like, you know what? You're banned a week. And I'm like, can I get a fucking clue? Like, I wrote them three times today like can i get a clue any idea what's going on guys nothing so i haven't heard from him i lost access to the four hundred thousand plus account on our way to vegas yeah yeah and i can't i can't get back into that one we have tried and tried so many ways and my first account don't have access to that they won't let me back into either of those two accounts um that's fun and so I'm on my uh, my last account and my my backup account, and that's been that's been that's all I got. That's all I got left. They keep trying to get rid of me over there on that fucking page. I don't know what to do about that. They're not going to be able to do it very easily. I mean, I feel like if this gets much worse, though, I'll have to start buying burner phones to make TikToks. And I was willing. And I'm yeah. I'm just saying, I'm ready to throw down, motherfucker. I'll buy t- I'll buy two burner phones. I know that I could get fans out there to pay <laughs> for for a burner phone. So I had a phone number to keep making TikToks. So don't you fuck with me, TikTok. I'll make this personal, and we can get real real right now. Oh, just hey, saying. No, we can change your phone number. And we could. I know was, and then well, that's the that's the thing is once you have the burner phone, you could just keep swapping the number around. 
Right. True, but if you have that two-step, see, they forced the two-step authentication for but you. You could do it all with the fucking cell phone. But you have to be able to get into the account to Just get rid make of a that new phone email. number to do. Yeah, I mean, we'll do it. That's what I'm gonna have to do. If if it gets if it gets to that point, though, is it like do I keep going? Yes. Which I know I gotta keep going. Not only you know do the people love hearing your stories, but it's good for you. I think it's really therapeutic for you at times. Yeah, and I think it's it's. I have so many people now that are are speaking to me from TikTok that are really close to me now. It's I would feel really shitty to leave them at that point. You know, it's like the TikTok truck. People are always begging for info on that truck right now. And like I was explaining to my wife, holy fucking shit, honey, this isn't a monster garage episode. This isn't. This isn't like an episode of Gas Monkey Garage, and I'm I'm Rollins, Richard Rollins. Like, the truck doesn't finish in thirty fucking minutes in an episode. I have uh, like those shows are filmed over months. They get the truck done, they get the car done, and the shows filmed in a series of segments in multiple shots, and then you get a big reveal at the end, like. If this was a TV series, yeah, it's, it's gonna still gonna take me a minute to finish this truck, but like, maybe even a couple seasons. But it ain't gonna be finished like a lickety split and one TikTok to another, you know. So I mean, the truck's gonna take time. We're in a wiring fit with it, fighting the whole fucking rig. There's twelve more things that be that need to be connected, and it was pissing rain and hailing when uh my friend david was here with cave automotive to fuck with my rig and so he was fucking with it and it was pissing rain and hailing and he didn't want any of that shit to get wet so he just covered up and and left and said he's gonna come back and finish it and i that's what he's gonna do he's done a great job with that i mean he's put a lot of time and he's put in an incredible amount of effort into this truck so far and i mean i want to take video and show everybody like incredible success but it's really all wiring yeah so it's not it. there's not like a whole lot of like ooh, ah, <gasps> ooh. it's it's all like first david splices the wire into the box now david takes a sip of pepsi now David splices second wire and put proceeds to wrap it in this heat shrink so that it looks pretty. And takes a sip of his Pepsi. <laughs> it's not quite like that, but, yeah, he, but I mean like we're all I mean it's and if I if I hang out out there I gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. Now the exciting thing though with him doing all this is you're getting a floor button. I am. I will. I want to make sure that when you push the lights to hit the high beam, you have to just move your swivel your foot over and just tap the button instead of having to hit the dash. Because I like the old '70s style when you have the high beam on the floor, the kicker button. Yeah, I think it's fun. It's just a, and it's a cool sound too, and it's satisfying. Oh yeah, lets you know like hello world, bright. It's like the sunlight coming up the road. I'm hoping to get some LEDs on the front of this bitch, too, so it's all lit up crazy. Those really annoying ones that people just hate, you know? But I can see. 
Who cares as long as you can see? I just want to be able to keep this bitch between the ditches. And I know it might be irritating for your eyes, but I can see. I can see you go off into the ditch. <laughs> he wanted to know if I was going to set up a stereo in it. And I was like, yeah, eventually. Leave the wire available. He's well, like, okay. I'm sure you'll get something, even if it's just a stock. Yeah, this I'll put... kind of stock, I think, would be fun. No. Um, okay. No, no. It's an AM, FM Oops. radio. That's stock. Yeah, I figured. Ew. <laughs> All I can think of is like that singing in a can, like. And you're just driving down the road, like, that sounds good, but I mean, not. Sounds about like what the Toyota sounds like. Yeah. Oh, oh God. That was way worse. Way worse. And, the, and fucking Oscar? Yeah. Oh, no. That was bad. That was I know. bad too. Well, that CD player sucked. And then the wiring was so bad you couldn't tell if it was the CD player, if it was the wiring, or if it was an amp, or what was that? Is it something in the headrest? And then it was like, is that burning? You know. Yeah, we had burning. Then caught fire. Yeah. In the fucking, in the fucking auto parking lot. My wife's sitting out there going, "There's something smoking in this thing." Well, but it was smoking out in the woods too. Yeah. Uh, well, tell it was the story. warming my butt. Well, tell. <laughs> <laughs> she goes over to Costless and she talks to a guy. Who was it? Costless, but who's the guy? I don't know. Some, Anyways, some guy. She begs him to come outside yeah, and check he the comes car. Out. He comes out. I'm like, you know, really, you know, something's going on. Got to figure this out. And um, what was I going in for? You were going in there to, to get something, though. I wanted to. Oh, it might have been uh, something, something for my up. pickup. Maybe, but I had the guy come out. And he's looking at stuff. And I sit and I start up the truck and everything. I say, hey, you know, this sounds really weird, but can you come smell this? <laughs> and and then I turn my head and say, oh, I think I see smoke. And he goes, yes, it is. And he looked under the seat and, yeah, the wires were all arcing. And there's a fucking uh, clusterfuck of amp cable and cord that all connected in this one spot under the driver's seat. It had decided to pick this time to reveal its issue. Well, no, because... No, I mean, it was it had been doing this, but like... Right, because we would be out in the woods bombing around. And yeah. I would say, I smell, smell it. That? I smell it. And he's, no, oh, but... Well, hey, I just had COVID. COVID. But, I mean... So it, I couldn't smell shit. Right. Can't smell anything burning when you can't smell anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it had been going on for weeks before I went down there. <laughs> so we get a, she comes home and she's like, gets on up underneath the seat and she's fishing wires out and pulling shit and she comes back with a mess of wires and she's like, found the issue. <laughs> so my wife fixes the the problem in the in the forerunner. With a little help from Costless. Yeah. Thank God that guy was able to get in there, though, and look and point out exactly what it was. I think you would have figured it out in moments, but that's yeah, still maybe. fucking funny. Well, it's going to be Easter fucking Sunday, isn't it? Yes, Head, sir. Heading over to the the in-laws' house. Oh, gosh. Hang out with my stepdaughter. The kids. We're going to eat. We're going to eat ham and sins. Explain sins, honey. Oh, jeez. Sins are... Potatoes. Yeah. Uh, when and I was why little... Are they, why are they called sins? I'm telling them. My grandma found this recipe in a newspaper back in like 
1988, I think. And she would make them, and she loved them. And she said she she named them sins because they're sinfully good. And, and they're fucking great. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're amazing. I totally understand, like, the tongue-in-cheek joke of it. it these are stupid good, though. And uh, the recipe's pretty simple. Just kind of can you, if you could, a little bit of it off your head. Can you give me some of the recipe? Potatoes, cream of mushroom soup, sour cream, butter, cheese, potato chips. And then you make it all into a big mess. And then yep. you, you make a crust over the top of it by, by broiling it a little bit with the cheese. No, I don't broil it. I bake it. No? no. Okay, I thought you guys all did, but maybe. I mean, we put it. Oh, I guess it's baked enough to where it just seems like it's just crisped out like it's broiled. But it's so good. But Grandma always used to say, you have to have them on Sunday because, you know, you can sin on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. She's such a dork. (laughs) So we're having sins on Sunday, honey. On Easter Sunday at that. It'll be amazing. Oh, it's better than than chasing around bloody Jesuses in the yard. Right? Could be worse. It could be piss and rain. It might be. It's Washington. You never know. Right. This state's amazing. It's full of serial killers and crazy shit. Yes, it is. My wife and I, we were just talking about this the other day. She said one of her her favorite recent stories of mine was the one about my uncle who works up in Burien County as a police sergeant. Sheriff, well, he was, he's been a Sergeant McLaughlin and he's been, he's been a sheriff and he's, he's just been everything. He's amazing. He's pretty fucking incredible, but he's been, he's been in the industry for a long fucking time. And, uh, he has some pretty incredible stories about meeting some of these fucking characters like Reichert and people that were involved. He's involved with the task force for the Green River Killer. Oh. And so... My uncle would meet him and, and said, he, you know, he's kind of a blowhard, but, but that you know, well, they, fuck, at least he got the goddamn thing done. It took right. him long enough, but I mean, it was, that was a, it was a case that was just thankless and almost unsolvable from the very beginning just because so many reach around, so much trouble just solving the case simply, you know, from DNA evidence. They just, nobody was willing to actually test the fucking dna for so long you know and that's what happens in a lot of cases they brought down gary ridgeway because of some material that he left behind off of his clothes he's a painter for freightliner freightliner uses specific type of paint and uh when they use that paint i'm also i'm smoking a joint right now when they use that paint uh that paint is numbered. And so when the crime scene forensic guys pick up that material off of a victim and they run that material and it comes back as this number paint, poof, there you go. Let's you know exactly where it came from. And they, Freightliner, Freightliner, Freightliner. Well, Gary Ridgeway painted for Freightliner, so... It was fucking him. And my uncle had to drive around in the van with him and follow around. And Gary Ridgeway was pointing out where all the bodies were and shit of all the victims that he had, he had, they hadn't discovered yet. Because there was a lot of people that he killed that they found the bodies for sure, you know, lots. 
But then there was multiple bodies that he left behind that we hadn't found yet. I don't think we ever found everything either. I don't think he he offered that up. And a lot of times, too, I think, you know, remains are are to be seen. Uh, When animals get a hold of something, man, they can take it. They can really pull it far. And if you're whole entire spinal column is connected to your fucking head with all your ribs and you got that gets drug 500 yards away from where you initially place the body into the woods and then pass over 18 fucking years those bodies get that those bones get drug out 50 80 yards apart from each other and pretty soon you can't identify what a rib cage from a coyote or a human being is i mean in in some when they're all broke up you know like i mean some people could but well that's hard if you're really deep timber and you're just not not 100 percent mindful to it you'll just pass right by that and say eh, coyote you know whatever it's a little small fi- fibrous piece of bone you're not gonna pick that up and be like well that is definitely tiffany for sure that's <laughs> tiffany I know for a fucking fact that's Tiffany. I I can see it anywhere. She had a rib just like this. Tiffany was a wonderful person. She was getting ready to go to med school. Yeah. But she had to start earning the money in the strip joint. (laughs) She had to earn the bones. Jesus. And then, so... Rick Rick met uh, Gary Ridgway, but also Rick met Ted Bundy. But Ted Bundy was a completely different story. He was a young cop, and he was working on a security job at fucking WSU because they would hire young officers to come in there and just, you know, police the campus, drive around, and they have cops, but security at WSU. But that security needs to call cops occasionally well my uncle was young deputy driving around and there was this fucking vw bug parked outside of the campus uh mail room and he wrote a ticket put it on the window for a parking infraction guy even came out of the fucking mail office with a cast on my uncle remembered it vividly they had to like talk to my uncle later on and he was sitting there talking about it and and uh they had told him who who it was and it was it was Ted Bundy and that he had been killing people during this time and that was one of his his means of doing it was tricking people to help him into putting stuff away and helping like draw their or disarm them thinking that he was injured had us cast so he couldn't be a bad guy then he'd pop the cast off and Hey, what, what size shirt do you wear? <laughs> and then he'd get all creepy and fucky. Now, wasn't that ticket what connected him to the area? It was the first ticket uh, that he had ever gotten. It was what got the police to pull him over in the first place. So he gets pulled over because he had had an, un- an unpaid parking ticket. And when they pulled his ass over, they went through his car because he was being suspicious and he had a kill kit in the back seat, you know, like gloves and fucking, you know, smell this rag kind of stuff, like in the back seat of his car. And so 
That would be a big indicator that you're up to no good. You know, it was like Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, I gotta have my tools! You know, in the back seat of his car. Strange guy. I know you haven't seen Always Sunny into that late seasons yet. but No, I've seen probably some, won't, but not but. that. <laughs> Dennis Reynolds is a fucking psychopath at one point. Hey, uh, how do you feel about the whole Hefner thing, by the way? Oh, man. My wife and I, we watched... Um, what is it? It's the dark secrets of no, secrets, of, secrets Playboy. of Playboy. Oh my god! And that was so fucking insane. I didn't expect that at all. Uh, I mean, like a lot of people, I I know. I think we all thought Hefner's just a creepy old dirt bag, and you know, nobody. I didn't really put the. I didn't think of him as being so rapey. Yeah. Like, in the way that they talk about him in that show, he makes Cosby look like a cakewalk. Yeah, well, he was sharing it up with Cosby. That's, that's true. <laughs> and I didn't know that they were so into quaaludes, the two of them. They would, like, give uh, uh, way too much quaaludes to their dates or the, their girlfriends or whatever. And then they would, they would obviously just take advantage of them while they were so unconscious. And just, but, like... Uh, with Hugh Hefner, the allegations made by A and E and the the women in, in that documentary, it's incredible. Like I, I say allegations because I don't want to immediately just be like this is all one hundred percent because I don't want to fucking start that shit. But I do believe these women are telling the truth. Like it really does seem genuine. Like I don't, I don't want to put any kind of smash on victims here like it's it seems genuine the show yeah, is brutal. I would agree. the show is brutal the honesty is brutal even even if a fraction of this show is accurate it's so damning that to the to the the name and to the reputation and to the magazine itself i i, I just don't see how that would survive in cancel culture in me too movement i I'm going to be blown away if we're talking about Playboy in 15 years like it's something. Well, and I mean, these women are talking about it and they're admitting to some pretty bad shit that the, the, they went through. That the, the was Linda humiliating. Loveless, the Linda Loveless conversation was excessive. Like, I just felt uncomfortable. They start talking about how she was brought to the mansion and given a bunch of drugs and basically presented to a dog. And I'm like, what the fuck? Then further goes on, like they further to go on, like his wife says that he, Hugh Hefner. Yeah, it was like, his girlfriend. Wanted to, well, did please himself with her dog. And she was she like horrified that, yeah. and screaming at him to stop. What are you doing? And his answer was, animals need pleasure too. To which I was just like, <laughs> put me into sicilic really fucking vomiting. Why don't you? Are you kidding me? Like, oh my God. Like, for real? For real? Oh my for God. Real. Ew. Fucking you, dude. Fucking you, dude. Ew. Like, I love my dog. I love my dog. My dog's my buddy. Not that much. Ever. Never. Never. 
How does that even cross your mind? Like, how bored are you? You know drugs were involved. I was explaining earlier. Well, Elaine was saying, I pointed out earlier what cocaine looks like. Hugh Hefner did so much cocaine. There are interviews with him in this A&E show, and you can just see it. Like, I know he popped his jaw as an old man, like, occasionally. This dude, I believe, did cocaine recreationally his entire life. I think this guy recreationally did drugs his whole life and got away with it. From the time he opened the clubs to the time he died, he got a free ride of fucking drugs and... Any woman he could he could have, he got. And if he didn't... One way or another. Yeah, and if he didn't get her, he got her. It was just like, he made it happen. It wasn't... It, but it was... It's all bad, though. Like, it's... It's ruthless. I, like, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, is, is this Playboy or is this the mob? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's like, sounds like if you fucked up and pissed off Hugh Hefner, he'd make you go disappear I mean, I wondered what was under the grotto at one point. I mean, there's definitely some some suicides and... Suicides, murders. Uh, that fucking show was insane. It was like Jerry Springer A&E style. It was probably one of the best Jerry Springer shows I've ever watched. And I've... I've or uh, A&E shows I've ever watched. Sorry, duh, Jerry Springer. I'm smoking pot. So well, I guess but... I, I, mean, I flubbed my shit. It was too. crazy like Jerry Springer. But it was like... It's just so out of character for, from what I was expecting. You know, because, I mean, like, this, this is where I was at. I was watching fucking, girl, like, glimpses of the girls next door with Holly Madison and fucking... And fucking uh, Bridget and what's what? What is it? The other one? I don't even know. Uh, Kendall. Kendra. Kendra. That's yeah. right. Okay. You did watch. It. I did not. I really did not. <laughs> I I'm going by watching from the fucking show from what we just watched mm-hmm. and knowing that Kendra was the name of the one chick, mm-hmm. but I couldn't even tell you the difference between the two. Which ones? Which. <laughs> See, my daughter, Tara. Yeah. She was obsessed with the show, so I saw quite a bit of it. There was it back a lot of people day. that were, and my dad liked it too, but, uh, but well, my dad liked it for obvious reasons. My dad liked it right. because my dad was a big fan of Playboy magazine. When I was a kid, my dad had that for like 18 years. It, was, it always was funny too because they spelt his name wrong, and he was just thankful. <laughs> he was like, oh my God, it's plausible deniability. <laughs> it says Homer. <laughs> so every single issue of my dad's Playboy said Brian Homer, and he was always just like, "I can say it wasn't me." No, I don't know how that got here, you right. know. But I mean, it's like the address is to your house, Dad. Like nobody's stupid. Like, come on. My dad had Playboy. He always had Playboy. He had Playboy all the way back to when they were cone boobs. Cone boobs. Yeah, the sixties Playboys. What's a cone boob? That's where the boobs looked like they were pointed pointy instead of like round like implanted that's in a bra though i i know honey i'm talking about i'm thinking naked <sighs> dear god <laughs> cone <laughs> boobs it was i've been following since cone boobs and hugh hefner never seemed like he was gonna be quite so uh 
what the fuck is the word I'm looking? Rapey. rapey. I'm just gonna say rapey. Fuck it. You know, I, like at one point I was like, does this guy know Epstein? Like I was just waiting I for it. I would not like, be surprised. I would like yeah. At, at any point it could have been like, and ladies and gentlemen, here's Eileen Warnos, and I'd be like, or Gileen or Gileen Warlow. Gileen Ma- Maxwell. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Warnos. <laughs> I'm thinking of the serial killer. Jesus Christ. It's been a long night. How many minutes are we into this, honey? Yeah, about an hour and forty minutes. That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. Doing almost a two-hour show after so long. I need to get into these more and do way more of these. They deserve more time. I I, I need to answer more Q and A's. The questions I get asked on TikTok are often repeated the same. How old are you? Why do you look like this? And I'm just always kind of like, yeah, I'm sorry, kid. Don't mean to disappoint you. You're not going to look so fucking pretty someday either. Something's going to happen. Just give it a moment. Hopefully not. I hope you look beautiful, child, all the way to the end. But chances are you're not going to look so fucking sweet here by the time you reach the ripe ages, they say. You know, I saw a really good question come across the other day, but I can't for the life of me remember what it was. Wasn't that one about my age? No. Right, what would I do if I was or tell my younger self or something? Oh shit? yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah, what I think it was like. What advice would you give your younger self? You or... were talking about it the other night, and I I missed the question, and I I still haven't figured out which video that was on. And I know you even commented, so I should go to the mentions, and I'd probably be able exactly. to find that. Although I can't comment for a week on that one. You so. can't do anything on that one. Yeah. Wait, did you try to go live? I haven't tried to go live on it yet. I, I might. I don't know. I, I mean, you can turn it on and just see if it works. And if it works, then you can turn it off and know you can set I, it up and I do it. I just worry because I fucking, I always feel like there's nothing to say in a live. And then the one time I did do a live, I got spammed with a bunch of fucking ridiculous comments. And... Yeah, but we got that under control though now. Because you did it again and it was fine. Yeah. You had fun. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's the same as it's better. Here. It's still better than, yeah, it's still better than sitting silent for a week. I'll have to do something. I can at least try because right now I can't, I can't say shit on that page. And I don't, I don't see TikTok giving, giving me back my account for the week. Like I, I have a feeling they put me on the band for, a, for the video I would, had a, been about to post because it had gun in the title. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should not do that. But it was, but it was like a no big deal comment. But it's a gun. But that's fucking stupid. It is stupid. But they're stupid. And but I know. But, do that. but nail gun or fucking nerf nail gun, gun can be a weapon. Or fucking nerf gun. It can be a weapon. Sure. I'm about ready to get my son a, a birthday gift, and Damn. it's a. Uh, pretty high-powered well, nerf gun let me just say right now i take will, an eye out i will own our grandchild in a fight with his nerf gun in his hand and my bare hands i will just just <laughs> say right now like a lawn dart i will throw our grant i would never but like i'm just saying i could in in the feasible comparison of this Break that Nerf gun over his head and hurl him like it's a It's his dad, not the babies. I'm telling you. We got T-ball tomorrow. That's true. That'll be fun. Yeah. It's like herding cats. You might not like it. 
I mean, I mean, it's fun because I get to I watch was, the boys. I thought it was soccer. Soccer is at three. Oh, okay. Yeah, we get t-ball and and soccer. That's all right. I got a joint. I got some weed. I could sit in Marty for a second and chill out, and then like show up like pretty fine and dandy, and then you know maybe even shoot some TikToks. With with no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna sit there oh, and watch does. the grandkids. I won't TikTok right there. I hate doing that stuff. I when I go to watch the grandkids, it feels weird to TikTok. The little drunk people. Yeah. Well, I just it just feels weird to TikTok because it doesn't uh, it doesn't feel right to do that mm-hmm. when it's their time because then I feel like I I'm, do it. Well, I feel like I'm not supposed to do it then mm-hmm. like i enjoy doing those tiktoks and stuff and talking with people but i don't i don't want to take away from grandkids time no i get when it. i'm when i've got that time which right i don't have very often so it just means more and i would rather do that i think it's better to to hang out with them than to fuck with the phone i mm-hmm. usually leave my phone in my pocket when i'm around Everybody like that, yeah, unless I'm much. unless I'm listening to a song I need to get out of my head or something like an anxiety problem. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm not looking. I, we've already discussed Easter, but I just remembered. Hmm. My daughter's mother-in-law will be there, and she drives me fucking crazy. She's rude. So I got weed, and I can like sit and smoke I can't. that. And- It'll put me to sleep. I don't want to go to sleep that early. We're going to have to go to your grandma's house. Honey, I wasn't talking about you. I'm I the one that has the issue. I will be completely <laughs> fine because I will be medicated as fuck. But, oh, no. and also, I usually get along with pretty much everybody. So they, if this, if these people were even kind of douchey to me, it, it wouldn't, I don't think it would be too bad. No, I mean, I don't see him being douchey. I just, I, too many years of hearing the bullshit. Yeah. I'm getting a foul mouth. I should watch it. I should dial it back. I was raised, well, I was raised by a truck driver and you were raised by a longshoreman. So I, I no, think it was inevitable. No, he wasn't a longshoreman. Oh, okay. He was just a maintenance department. But he's Mormon. Oh. I don't swear. Very, very rarely. At least my parents. Not all Mormons. I'm not going to talk for all Mormons. What was it that your mom was saying the other day walking down the hallway when she was talking when you were a kid? (laughs) I heard her say, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I was about, it was like 7 o'clock in the morning. I was was shocked. But what was the rest of that? That's all you fucking say. Yep. (laughs) So... Do you want to take that? But you want to take that back there, sweetheart, and let's not talk so high and mighty. We're all human. It's a rare thing. I oh. love your mom and dad with all my heart. I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying we're all human, and people do say fuck occasionally. Mm-hmm. And we were raised by these people, so we say fuck. Anyways, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I went to Vegas. I had a bunch of bad shit happen to me. I had a bunch of good shit happen to me. I've had all you happen to me. You're all great people. Love you with all my heart. With all my soul. You guys always make my fucking day better. I'm going to make sure that I try to stick around for you a little longer and take better care of myself. 
Until next time. Talk to you later. This is the Nightmare Podcast. Sometimes I think about is you. Late nights in the